Welcome to Coach to Coach, a podcast dedicated to showcasing the power of coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder, and I offer coaching to academics and higher education professionals to bring more ease to their lives and work. Before you dive into this episode, here's a quick introduction to the structure of the show. In each season of Coach to Coach, a new guest coach will come on the show to demonstrate a range of coaching tools and strategies. The first episode will offer you an introduction to the guest coach. Then I'll coach the guest, and they'll coach me, for the next six episodes. And always on real topics and issues we're dealing with in our own lives. Each season will end with a debrief episode where we'll talk about how the season went and offer any updates on the topics covered in earlier episodes. It might make the most sense to start each season in the beginning and listen to the episodes in order. This season, I'm delighted to introduce you to Dr. Isabo Iqbal. Isabo specializes in helping ambitious perfectionists get out of their own way so that they can experience greater joy and fulfillment in their careers. Now, on to the episode. Hi, Isabo. How are you? Good morning, Katie. I am doing well, thank you. So I am excited to dive into another coaching session, and this time I am coaching you. So what are you coming to with this session? What are you hoping to tackle today? Well, I mentioned before we started recording that I've had a shift in energy uh, in a positive sense, meaning that I'm feeling more energy, and I would love to address networking, networking for the purpose of connecting with people and um, growing my coaching practice uh, because I'm emerging from like a uber intense introvert phase and I've been feeling like I want to connect more with people face to face but I'm also resisting that on some level so I would like to explore what are some ways that I can connect face-to-face with people in a way that also, that doesn't feel like uh, exhausting before I even set foot outside the door. Okay. Okay. So you mentioned kind of the shift in energy that you've experienced. Yeah. What also makes this kind of resonating for you right now that it's kind of significant for you? I'm, I'm wanting to, ex- I'm wanting to grow my coaching practice and recognize that I cannot continue to hide, um, that that will not serve uh, my ultimate purpose of of helping more people. Mm -hmm. That's really, really what it is. Okay. So uh, what I hear you saying is kind of looking for ways to network maybe on your own terms Mm -hmm. that bring energy or at least don't deplete it. Yes. Um, Okay. And by the end of today's session, what would be a good outcome for you? I would like to make some decisions. And I'm also realizing that decision-making is really difficult for me. (laughs) And so um, this particular one has been floating around my head, draining my energy because I'm not making decisions. I'd like to make some decisions around networking. Okay. And when you think about the time frame Mm -hmm. in which you want to be doing this, is it immediate? Is it kind of in the medium term, the long term? What does that feel like for you? Immediate. Immediate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
So I'm curious, because you mentioned that networking can be kind of an energy suck for you. When you think about networking, what are the things that are kind of that vampire feeling where you're like, this is really, you know, not giving me good energy? Are there certain kinds of networking that you know are just really not a fit for you? Like the thought of walking into a room or being in a room of um, complete strangers. does not appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly the kind of, I don't know if you've heard of, I think it's called BNI, where you're forced to make referrals. Definitely okay. not my thing. Okay. Um, I guess if I felt that I wasn't with people that I could connect with, based on like superficial judgments, you know, like um, if I were to walk into a downtown Vancouver networking event where everybody's in a suit, um, that would also feel, uh, I would question whether I'm at the right place. Okay. So when you think about networking, what does it mean to you? in this particular context or generally? Uh, What would be more helpful for you? I think in this particular context. Um, So when I think of networking for the purpose of reaching more people and being able to share what I do and build um, collaborations and alliances, uh, the question was, what does it mean to me? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Is that what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it means really that, like being able to connect with others in some meaningful way around a topic that we are like a topic, a, 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 an area that we both feel committed to and excited about. Mm hmm. To what degree is networking you going out to find people versus people coming in to you? Mm. I've always thought of it as the the former. Um, in again, in this specific context. Mm-hmm. What would it mean to think about it in the second way mm. of drawing people in to you? Mm-hmm. I guess I, um, I see it as a two-step process where by going out, then there's the drawing in. Mm-hmm. So far, my drawing in has uh, been largely done by, by writing, by the, new, in the newsletter, by posting, and that's starting to feel like not hiding. That is one piece of it. And I'm feeling called to go out to, or drawn to, to, to going out. Okay. So you mentioned it doesn't look like walking into a room full of strangers. Mm -hmm. Um, What does it look like for you? This concept of going out. 
I think um, maybe I'll reframe that. It could be a room full of strangers if um, it were in some sort of structured, like through a structured process. So if it's, you know, a big room um, and I'm needing to go to strangers and introduce myself that just, I've done it, I can do it. Um, it's not really what appeals to me. If it were, yeah, a structured networking event where there's recognition that that is awkward or perhaps not productive, then I think, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. Okay. I sense some hesitation though of kind of like, I would do it, but it's not really for me, <laughs> but it could help me meet my larger goals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. So I want to aim a little higher. <laughs> I'm wondering if we can look for something, a way to, for you to network that feels really aligned mm. with who you are and what you do and what brings you energy. Mm -hmm. I would love that. So what are some things that, setting aside the networking for a moment, what are some things in your life right now that really bring you energy, that really recharge you, that you look forward to? Just in general, right? Yes, in general. Okay. It doesn't have to be tied to this at all. Okay. Things that energize me are doing something new, um, hiking, singing, reading, um, hanging out with my kids, going to an event with my with members of my family. Those, those are the things that come immediately to mind. Doing something creative. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Being active. Mm -hmm. So when you think about this networking piece, do you see yourself going to a structure that someone else has set up for you? Or are you open to the idea of you setting up a structure and inviting people into it. I'm definitely open to me setting up a structure. Um, the hesitation is, I guess, the, the concern around what could that look like that wouldn't take massive amounts of organizing. Sure. So I wanna propose an idea that I've seen someone else do just to get us thinking um, as kind of a brainstorming activity. There's a woman who does what she calls goals hikes. Yes. She's in Colorado. I don't know if you've heard of her. Her name is Jackie Carr. No. Um, she's a coach. She's a goals coach. And she basically organizes these hikes and invites people to come. And she coaches while she's hiking. Does she coach one-on-one? -on -one? It's a big group. A big group. And they, well, big is relative, yeah. maybe less than 20 people, but they will start the hike with kind of a prompt or, you know, a, a brief discussion. And then people hike together and they get to talk to each other as they're going through this hike. And then they pause at various times to share what they're learning about themselves or each other and to get additional prompts kind of as they go. This is how I think it is. I've never been on one of these, but based on her descriptions, this is how I think she's doing it. And then they close and they kind of debrief at the end of the hike. And she does these relatively regularly, um, maybe once a month. And it's become a thing that people can sign up for and they know it's coming. And it's a very localized thing, obviously, to where she is. 
But when you were talking, this immediately came to mind as one possibility where you're meeting new people, you're inviting them in, but it's in a space that feels uniquely you. Love it. So when you think about that kind of scenario, are there other kinds of ways that you think about the things that bring you energy where you could invite people in to either do that thing with you or to facilitate something around that thing that could be kind of fun and energizing? Uh, certainly this idea, like taken pretty much as is, <laughs> would, be, would be really fun. Um, another type of thing would be... Uh, a few years back, I organized like a card making workshop at my oh, at my house. Like so and it was it was yeah. so fun. Um, there was a woman that I hired who has does a ton of scrapbooking, and she brought all her supplies. And so something like that could be um, another variation. Mm-hmm. Um, Your question was like some, what are some other forms of that or like, yeah, of like inviting people like? in? Yeah. Those yeah. are the two that come to mind. Like we have the ocean right by here, the forest. So, you know, hike doesn't need to be to a mountain. It can be mm-hmm. um, a walk. Um, possibly something around singing. That wouldn't be something I could like, don't know that I could facilitate, but perhaps something around facilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hiking and the the creative, either collage or the card making, um, with as a collaboration with somebody, could be really really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the idea of a collaboration too, because mm-hmm. this is one of those areas where maybe you don't have everything you want to bring to it, yeah. but someone else could come with you and and bring their gifts too exactly Hmm. yeah you mentioned reading as well Mm -hmm. I did wonder about some kind of book group or something along those lines is that something that's of interest and so that would be uh so if that were to work it would be a book that would be more around personal growth with some coaching um, mm-hmm. prompts in there. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that could work actually. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling when you start to think in this direction of combining kind of an activity with this rather than going to a room and trying to do mm-hmm. a, a more formal kind of networking situation? Uh, it feels exciting, especially when you talked about the the hiking one. I do have a friend who does that one-on-one. She uh, does her coaching outdoors and and sometimes on hikes. Um, immediately, I get into the the organizational piece. Well, mm-hmm. how would I have to, like how would I what would I need to do to organize this? How would that work? But not in an excited way. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like. Right now, it feels like a block. Mm-hmm. You know, meet up, definitely not Facebook, you know, blah, blah, blah. My, my head goes mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It is a different animal than kind of internet relationships that get built for coaching. Because this is all very local. 
mm-hmm. is what it's looking like. What would it look like to do something like this virtually? I feel like I want people like actually in the flesh. <laughs> okay. So that face-to-face piece is important. Right it now. is right now. Yes. Okay. What are some ways that you have been maybe sharing the importance of that or talking about it or kind of putting it out into the universe Mm -hmm. other than right now when we're kind of talking about it? Are there other ways that you've been kind of starting to tell people or talk about the importance of this for you? Of the coaching and like of the work that I do through coaching? Yeah. Well, more like the face-to-face part, like this this need that you have right Mm -hmm. now to do this face-to-face work. I think other than saying it to a few people, it's mostly been this swirling thing in my head of wanting to do it and then getting st- stuck into thinking it it's going to look a certain way or it needs to look a certain way. Um, and then not making decisions. Okay. What do you think would happen if you started to tell people mm-hmm. that you wanted to have this face-to-face connection and you were starting to explore ways to do it? Well, in the past, well, I do believe that putting it out there um, has always led to something in a, in a good way. Um, so this is a, a really vague answer, but I think that something would come of it. <laughs> I wonder what that would look like, you know, like this idea of not making the decision, just putting it out there and kind of seeing what comes mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying, as you're talking and asking me the question, I'm trying to think, you know, um, kind of, you know, who would I tell? And I guess it's like anybody, right? I'm, I'm wanting to make more in-person connections with people around coaching. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Who do you know that does this kind of work? in a way that you might want to emulate or that you kind of look at it and go, Oh, I wish I could do that. Mm. Do you mean the group, uh, the in-person group stuff, whether it's coaching or not? Anything like that. Yeah. 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 Um, Well, back to the book group the other day, I met with um, a girlfriend of mine and she was telling me about, basically like a spiritual book group that she belongs to, but it's actually turned out that it was a lot more than a book group. It was like a a group of women who support one another in their spiritual, personal growth and do so through a number of different, different ways. So that sounded really, so that would be one, one person. 
There's also a number of um, of groups through the Unitarian Church here in Vancouver, and um, I don't know much about them, but they they always sound intriguing when I read a little bit about them. Um, Yeah, I must say I have less, ex and, I, and I've heard of some fun book clubs, but I don't know that much in terms of um, in-person mm -hmm. around here. Okay. I wonder if that's a possible exploration direction, is just who's doing this work? What does it look like? What are the models? And I bet they're not calling it networking. No, definitely not. What do you think these groups call this when they come together like this in these supportive spaces? Um, I think they're often around an interest, mm -hmm. right? So um, like a drop-in singing group, for example, mm -hmm. or um, an a meetup hiking group mm -hmm. or a woman's group around whatever it might be. The word that comes to mind for me as we talk about this is community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it's sure. drawing together community. It's not networking, no. which feels so like businessy and corporate. Yes. But it's building community around something. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like to reframe networking as creating community? Yeah, that's huge. Mm -hmm. And it fits with the model of, of drawing in. And I think it also uh, can fit with, as I think about stepping out but I have this um, dilemma I guess when I think of for example I'm part of a small singing group that meets on Sundays and for sure there's a an element of building community there and we never talk about the work that we do um, and so I wonder in that kind of model where I'm going out and being part of communities that, that exist doing things that I, I love to do, um, is that effective for, you know, is that, I guess, I don't know, I'm trying to figure, figure out my words. Like, I guess the more traditional networking, I'm thinking, well, everybody knows you're there to to grow your business like that is mm -hmm. really ultimately the purpose and therefore uh is that better in air quotes for the purpose of reaching people around coaching when we're looking at that model of me going out mm -hmm. let's explore that a little bit more so thinking about this sunday group what if one week maybe at the end of the time, you were to say, before we all go, 
I just wanted to mention how much I've enjoyed this face-to-face time with you all, so much so that I'm creating this other face-to-face opportunity to meet with people and build community. I don't know if any of you would be interested in it, but I wanted to share some information and maybe you can pass it along to people who might enjoy it. What would it look like to start doing that in some of the face-to-face groups that you already belong to and as a kind of testament to how powerful they've been for you that you want to keep doing this more? The thought of doing that right now feels super awkward. Mm-hmm. But I can see that if I... I can see how possibly it could feel less awkward when I felt like knew these women more. Right. Depending on how it's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It may not be a formal announcement to the group. Right. Right. <laughs> Maybe it's one-on-one, That's you know, true. conversations yeah. or something along those lines. Yeah. So it's definitely not a, a no. It would need, I would need to kind of put that in a way that, like you say, that one-on-one could be, Mm -hmm. um, it would be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. We keep kind of coming back to this language of business building or networking or the right way to do this work. And I do wonder about the power of reframing that. Mm -hmm. Because I do think the business building would happen as part of this community building. It could be aligned. Are you talking about the, regardless of the model? Yeah, um, but also just thinking about, I don't think they're separate, mm-hmm. I guess, is what I'm saying. I think that they're they're kind of the same thing. Um, and what does it mean to kind of think about those things differently, to kind of frame it in your own language, your own way? of what it means to build your business through creating and growing community. Mm-hmm. Uh, be definitely well aligned with my values for sure. Yeah, very, very well aligned. Um, I think it would require like more trust in in a way. Um, yeah. What kind of trust would it require? Well, I think that I um, have a notion or I'm holding on to a belief that mm-hmm. 
that part of what is needed right now is for me to have more human contact with individuals as a way and, and to be speaking or um, presenting myself as, uh, as a coach. And what I've noticed is that often I, um, certainly in the recent past, have been more tentative about presenting myself that, that way. Um, so the belief is, yes, that I need to, as a next step, get, get in front of people more. Um, and your question was about trust, but I got forgotten exactly what your question was. What kind of trust mm. does it need? It needs some sort of trust about, uh, well, definitely trusting that something around like doing the things I love in ways that feel good will, will lead to, to good things, something around that. Mm -hmm. So letting it unfold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What does it mean to show up in these spaces as a coach? Say a shift in a shift in identity. Possibly a different way of, of listening. Uh, letting go that, that uh, showing up as a coach um, and saying anything coach-like is gonna be perceived as like, as me trying to sell. Mm-hmm. What shifts in that, if you think about being a coach as just being part of you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels like a relief. Mm. Also feels true. Mm-hmm. feels like um, removing the pressure. Also kind of goes back to the, um, the being versus doing. I have, um, I see that I, I have a 
really strong belief around doing, which has definitely contributed to exhaustion um, you know, many times over in like a frantic pace. What would be some alternatives to that frantic pace and exhaustion? What do you want instead of that? I want a greater sense of calm, a greater, a greater sense of being, um, like back to the word trust, like that, uh, a greater sense of holding trust mm-hmm. in my day to day. Um, also, yeah, like we'll tie to that is kind of this trying to. Uh, by doing, controlling, there, there is some you know relationship there of trying to control the outcome by by doing things. What changes about the concept of networking for you when you apply this notion of trust? Hmm. I think it would look more like seeking fun opportunities to go do things. Um, And letting go of, um, letting go of the equation that networking equals some sort of organized businessy type of event. And that feels like both, it feels like both a relief and it also feels uh, stressful because the, the, the little voice there, that inner critic is, mm-hmm. um, is saying something along the lines of, well, that's a cop-out. You're finding an excuse not to go networking. That that type of dialogue is happening. Mm -hmm. What if this doesn't have to feel hard? Mm. What's the this in the sentence? The networking. That'd be pretty amazing. Our inner critics like things to feel hard. (laughs) Yeah. 
but doing fun stuff uh, certainly wouldn't feel hard. There'd be like just an organizational piece, but it would be, like I said, when you asked me about what do I like doing or can't remember the exact question, um, doing new things is something I love. Mm -hmm. It'd be kind of a, a fun excuse to to go and do some, some new things. Mm -hmm. I wonder what it could mean for networking to be the side effect rather than the main event. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that goes back to that, that inner critic voice. Mm -hmm. where there's been this, uh, yeah, this belief that I clearly hold that networking needs to look like X. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't need to. And back to that reframing. Mm -hmm. The tone of your voice feels very resigned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you say it doesn't need to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's because it's such a, um, it's such a deeply held belief. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where does that belief come from, do you think? I think uh, partly about how networking uh, is depicted partly uh, because of an experience I had a few decades ago where I did a lot of formal networking and um, it did definitely uh, help grow that particular business that I was working on with my partner, uh, but it was also a very different time. I was in my mm -hmm. mid twenties and no kids, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that's largely where it's from. And perhaps there's also like an impatience in me and um, thinking that kind of like this direct line of going and speaking about business with other people who are promoting their business and their services yeah, is more direct. But when I think back to the experience from a, a, when I, I was in my 20s, it definitely wasn't like that. It was a very long, it was a long process of commit, committed showing up. Mm -hmm. The way you describe it too, it sounds indirect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you're not actually meeting with potential clients. You're meeting with other people who could maybe exactly. refer people to you. Is that the that idea? That was exactly it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What other things are coming up for you as we're thinking in this direction of making this feel more easy? I think the main things that are coming up are, are really about sitting with that reframing 
and um, and tapping into the the fun piece of it. Uh, and something around um, taking the pressure off myself and also um, like I'm feeling an urgency mm -hmm. and I am not sure how to, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, how do I move forward with that? If at all. What is the outcome of that urgency? Is it getting more clients? Is it taking action? Mm -hmm, both. Yeah, I would say, yes, I'd say taking action. Um, yeah with the ultimate result of of growing my coaching practice and being able to work with more people and support more individuals yeah mm -hmm. and what does that get you a feeling of fulfillment being able to help people mm -hmm. What pathways to fulfillment do you see from the conversation that we're having? Uh, from past experience, when I have trusted, that is very fulfilling. So there's something there that, that feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. When I've done things, new things for fun, I always feel so good about myself. I tend to love um, activities or initiatives that build community mm -hmm. in a way where you can just be yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you came into this wanting to make some decisions, mm -hmm. wanting some next steps. Where are you sitting with that right now? I would say, um, definitely feel a distancing from thinking or that I need to look for traditional networking events that where where I can go and feeling a greater um, draw to 
to exploring fun stuff, we'll just call it fun things where mm -hmm. uh, there is that community building aspect. I really, really like the suggestion around or the, the what you shared with me around the, the goal hikes or some mm -hmm. variation. Um, I can see that without accountability, I might not act on it. Mm -hmm. but I would like to act on it. What would be a, again, easy mm -hmm. way forward to think about test driving some kind of event like that to let you practice mm -hmm. it? I think one easy way would be to reach out to some girlfriends and propose a, a walk in the forest or by the beach with this type of structure, which I would, I'll need to get that woman's website and, and go take a peek at what, yeah, take a peek at what she's We can include it in okay, the show notes excellent. too for people who want to know about it. I think it. that would be really really easy mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. And if it's, what do you think? Oh, oh no, it's just gonna say if it's, you know, two people, three people, one person, it really doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. What are some things that could result from that? Uh, a great conversation. Mm -hmm. Definitely some uh, feeling of connection with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, certainly practice with this kind of model and seeing what that what that feels like and what um what could be tweaks and feedback yeah i think it could be fun do you think that the people who come might tell other people i don't know i don't know i think maybe they might <laughs> they might I think yeah. it could be a very unusual and fun experience that they yeah. would want to tell their friends about. Yeah. yeah, it could be. So I feel like we have maybe one idea yes. of moving forward. Yes. Where would you like to go from here? I would like to write about this idea and then there's one woman I have in mind who I think could assist me with actually getting this off the ground mm -hmm. um, because of a group that that she belongs to which is part of a much larger network um, yeah I think that's what I need and I and I need some accountability Okay. Let's talk about the accountability sure. part. What do you think you need to help you move this forward? Uh, I need someone to check in with me mm -hmm. to see what action I've taken on this. Mm -hmm. and when do you want that check-in to happen? I would say in... 10 to 14 days. 
Can I provide that check-in for you? You certainly may. I would be happy <laughs> to do that. I'm opening up my planner right okay. now. Let's pick a day that you want me to reach out and see how things are going. Sure. I know you are doing a fair bit of traveling, so uh, it could be. I am happy any to day, fit this yeah, in amidst. Any, any day. I don't have my calendar in front of me, so um, what? What's ten days would be like the twenty-first, which is a Thursday. Okay, let's say on the weekend. Okay, yeah. what about like Saturday the twenty-third? Sure. I'm writing it in my planner right okay. now. And so my commitment is that I will have done a little bit of writing, outlining, uh, checked out the website that you'll include in the show notes and send me mm -hmm. and, uh, and reached out to, to the woman who does a lot of this community organizing in person type of, um, work and, and chat with her about it. Okay. How are you feeling from where we started? In this conversation i feel relieved yeah mm -hmm. i feel like this could be really fun um i think i feel relieved is the main thing mm -hmm. yeah it's sort okay. of yeah and like a sense of i want to explore this reframing piece Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do we do on our session goals? We did well. <laughs> I think we did. A double thumbs yeah. up from people who can't exactly. see. <laughs> and a smile. All right. <laughs> Elisa Bo, it's always a pleasure to coach Thank you. you and this was very fun. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coach to Coach. For any resources mentioned in the episode, check out the episode show notes at drkatylinder.com slash coach. If you found this episode to be helpful, please take a moment to rate or review the show in Apple Podcasts or recommend this episode to a friend or colleague. Thanks for listening.